You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Haig for short, a housing group for older people run by old people. Present Raise the Roof! We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Oh, that's right, you're listening to the Housing for the Age Action Group show, Raise the Roof. My name's Shane, and I'm here with Fiona. How are you doing, Fiona? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Terrible. It's, there's a global pandemic on. It's a nightmare. We can't leave our houses. Yes. Yeah, but we're still here to bring you uh, all the news about older people's housing. And this month, we're going to listen to some uh, experts on older people's housing, um, that being older people themselves. They're going to, well, Fiona talked earlier this week to three public housing tenants, um, Royal, Vanessa and Jennifer. And we're going to hear from them, not, not from Flemington and Kensington, not from the zones that have been like the most highlighted public housing areas of the last few weeks, but just some other Victorian public housing tenants, older people, uh, about their experiences of the, the government and housing um, during the pandemic. Um, is there anything you want to say about that, Fiona, or should we go right to it? I think we just go straight to it. Right. Okay. And Jennifer, who are in the West in a low-rise public housing complex, and we have Royal, who's down in the southern region in a high-rise um, public housing um, units. So how are you guys all going today? We're pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty well. good. I'm well, thank you. Yeah, we're doing all right. Excellent. So we wanted to get you guys in today to talk about um, what it's like living in public housing and some of the responses that the government's had to, um, to the COVID virus. So we might start with you, Royal. So you mentioned today that we're recording this on a Tuesday, I should say. So today you've, you've have been door knocked and you've been receiving some stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, we've had a. Um, there's been a. There's been quite a. Um, um, there's been quite a. A, a coordinated um, 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 effort today. Uh, um, yesterday there was a, a, a testing station set up in the community room downstairs, um, and that's operating sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and um, so that's, and that's a walk-in um, a walk-in COVID testing station, um, and then. I, so I went and got tested today because there were, there were quite a few queues yesterday. But then um, after I, I, I was tested, I, um, I heard um, activity in the corridors and there was a, um, there was a, tr- um, a trolley going around. Um, there were nurses um, with, with the trolley doing door-to-door testing of the, of the residents. And, um, and close behind them, there was the housing managers. There was actually the manager for our area, um, um, who, who was new. So he was coming and introducing himself to all of the tenants, and they were um, giving um, uh, boxes of masks and and bottles of hand sanitizer plus instructions, and asking people if there was anything else they need, if they needed food, 
um, and making sure they had clipboards and they were making sure that everybody in all the re every resident in the block, which is it's about a hundred of us, um, has um, has been tested um, or has the opportunity to be tested at their door or downstairs and getting masks and um, and think because the boxes of masks are, are about. Um, well, I saw them, I, I, I was going to get some a week ago from Aldi, and that was $60 for 50, that's more than a dollar each. Mm. And I bought some two days ago, and they'd half the price, they were $29.99, so for 50. Um, so, which was really gratifying to see that they'd reduced the, in price, but um, extra, um, you know, so I bought a box, but I'm now got an, another box free from, from, the, um, from the Department of DHHS, which I think was good. I mean, but the timing of it, I think, you know, it sort of comes after a lot of um, after a lot of issues and after a lot of um, um, anger and agonies. Yeah. And I sort of can't help but think it's sort of it's a little bit it's kind of late, but it's nice to see it happening. Yeah, better late than never, I guess. But it has been right. in this pandemic for what five months now, so. <laughs> well, who's counted? But yes, yeah. when you put it like that, Fiona. <laughs> and so, what about you guys? Because Royals in high rise, and so we know there's been a fair bit of focus on the high rises. But, but Jenny and Vanessa, maybe you could describe the sort of housing that you live in, just so people get an idea of the difference, different types of public housing that there is. You know, this is Vanessa. Um, we've had nothing like that. I'm pretty, um, Jenny and I went personally to the hub here beside us to get tested and we were both negative. And anytime we go out, we, the mask, the one mask they gave us, we use that mask. Uh, I personally don't have mine to go buy because Jenny's daughter went and bought one, 250 for uh, $20 for five of them. And that's, that's ridiculous. I don't have that kind of money to throw around. Yeah. So I don't know. We didn't, we didn't get anything like what uh, Royal's getting. We got nothing. The only thing, the, the, as I said, the manager, Luke, called us uh, a couple of weeks ago to see if, how we're doing, with the, about four weeks ago, she said, to find out how we're doing and what's happening. And that was all. We have nothing else and nothing has been said to us other than that. Yeah. And have they been increasing the amount of cleaning that they're doing in the common areas? Uh, no, the only, this is Jenny yeah, yeah. speaking. Uh, in our common area, there's two or three seats there and they've scrapped them up. That, that's all we've had, but no other cleaning. I was going to just say the sort of housing that you're in, it's, it's all one story, isn't it? So it's like little units yeah, all together. Yeah, we, nine. There's nine units. There's four along one side. Um, four, yeah, along four, uh, four along the no, it's, three, it's along, three the along the other, and then two along and the back, back. like a horseshoe shape. Okay. But, um, and they so they're single, but they're joined like a flat type thing. But um, yeah, other than that, no, it's all our, I suppose, our responsibility. So it does seem that there's a bit of a difference in how they're treating the public housing tenants. The high rises are getting obviously a little bit more stuff right mm -hmm. now. Um, but so in terms of, I guess you guys were following the, um, the media to see what was happening with the Flemington and Kensington high rises. Did, did, oh, you, yes. did you have any thoughts about that, Jenny and Vanessa? Can I just say something, Fiona, Vanessa again? Um, Jennifer, who is part, um, you, you, I, 
maybe you don't know her, I don't know what her last name is, but she's part of our uh, our uh, group there. And we talk to her every day. And she said uh, she's in a, about a five, six story high, that's all it is, the buildings downtown she's in. And they, um, they give them free masks. They haven't done, I don't know if they've done any cleaning because she hasn't mentioned anything like that. So even they're getting a little bit more than we're getting over this side. Yeah. And are you older you person, is yours specifically older person's public housing? Yes, uh, yep, 55 yep. and over. Yeah, so you would think that given that older people are known at risk, that they would be giving some more attention to older people, older yeah. Yeah. I've got diabetes and that's one of the worst things to happen. So I've been keeping inside, you know, because I'm worried more so that, you know, Jenny and I go around the block for a walk every day because, you know, we have to do something. But we, 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 you know, we, we keep covered as we walk along just in case. But it's, it's, I, I reckon you're right. I, I don't know why we haven't got anything whatsoever about this. So mm. I don't know. It's something we should perhaps follow up with the department. Yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not wanting to sort of to, um, um, to rub in the, um, the extra attention that we've been getting in St Kilda, but we did have also have a, um, we've had, a, had an information desk right from the very beginning. Of the um, of the pandemic, sort of um, you know, for months, um, that there have been people st um, staffing a information desk downstairs in the foyer. I know this was. Um, I, I know that there was. A, um, I got a friend in in a Port Melbourne um, high rise, and they've also had um, um, health community health staff there on on, on call every day. Um, the residents there said the, the health, the community health people getting in the road, but we've had a lot of cleaning. We we have we have our we have the normal cleaners who come through, but we also have um, extra cleaning crews that come through in the evening, in the evening, and they um and and they are um you know, they do do the handrails and and um as well as the, the outside of the lifts and um um you know any areas that might and the laundries so. We have, um, you know, we have their normal cleaners um, cask with doing extra cleaning, but then we have an additional cleaning effort going on um, as well. So, and how long has uh, that been going for, Royal? When did they the start doing the extra? The extra, as only when, when the other hat, when the other high rises um, yeah. became a problem. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, as, you know. so as soon as they sort of sent the police into the Flemington and Kensington areas, they also started cleaning the other high-rises. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It was, it was very, I mean, um, I mean, you know, I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of issues with the way the government's handling, but certainly the, um, um, the, the, the handling of the, of the high-rises using police in that area is, you know, seemed to be egregiously awful. Yeah. Um, there were other, there are other, um, other regulatory authorities you know, we we have quarantine. We have you know we have a, a, a quarantine system for foot and mouth and you know um, a disease. We have a, a, a established um, um, civilian quarantine service, which um, which can you know which you think could be expanded to to cope with to cope with these current um, circumstances and 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 calling the sending the police on those on those housing units seem to be to me by far the worst. Um, by far the worst um, avenue to go down. Yeah, Royal, are you guys also getting food sent to you guys or no? Um, we we there was um there is a, there's a lot of there's a lot of food going around. Um, we, we have um, a lot of uh, a lot of Jewish residents 
um, um, a, lot, a lot of Russians, and and um, and the Jewish social services do a lot of distribution of food. I mean, I, I think I I think that these people are being over they're overeating. If they're eating all the food that they've been that's been handed out, they have baked goods and they have they have um, staples. They have um, it's it's um, um, extravagant. You got food coming out your ears over there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and how probably because there's more. Oh, sorry, it's Jenny. Uh, do you think that's because they're, they're high rise and there's multicultural, more multicultural people in them? Yeah, and um, yes, I think, that... and I think it's because it's it's because it's a um um uh, um it's because it's a big Jewish area around here, and I think that they um I think that um over over fifty fives a large accumulation, you know, large numbers of Jewish people concentrated, older Jewish people concentrated, all the grandmas and the grandpas, a lot of in here. And, um, and so we, we do get lab, we get, we get lots of attention for, you know, for food yeah. and community meals and stuff. I mean, you know, I don't sign on because I, I need to eat less rather than more. So I haven't signed up for any of those things. Well, are you guys in lockdown still? Yes. Yes, yes, well. With the with the where you guys are in the West, Jenny and Vanessa, have you noticed that there's been any kind of community food efforts? Because one of the things that's been really um, kind of heartening about the high rises is all of the community members that have come out to support people. Um, and I know that you guys have got a really great community where you are as well. So what what have you been doing during the lockdown? Have you just been keeping to yourselves because of the because of the um, the quarantines? This is Jenny. Yeah, basically that's all. We, Vanessa and I, and there's an, another lady in number six, we go for a walk of a morning. Yeah. Uh, we do about a 30 minute walk and then we just come home and stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually gone back to crocheting and I haven't crocheted for 46 years. Even <laughs> 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 though I tell you, I've, I've learned a bit, but we've had no food, but yeah, other than that, with the crocheting, though, you know, it, it's at least given me something to do, but it, it you sort of get a bit, uh, well, looking at four walls all day type yeah. of thing. You, you're starting to wear on the nerves a bit now. Yeah. But, I mean, the first part of it didn't bother me. But, like I say, I, I went back to crocheting and I do FaceTime with my sister and she's teaching me. So that's been quite good for me. But... Yeah, you know, this Vanessa. Um, Jenny still can keep by herself. She's okay. Me, it's it's really hitting me harder because I'm. You guys know me. I'm out there all the time talking to people. Yeah. And it's killing me right now because I just can't go out, can't do anything, can't talk to anybody. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I just want to pull my hair out. I'm so depressing. I get really depressed at times now. I, I cry at home sometimes. It's so sad because there's nowhere to go, nothing to talk, like nobody to talk to. We, I've tried talking to some friends. We talk, but it's not the same as having somebody here, having a cup of tea with them and relaxing and enjoying a little bit of uh, you time sort of thing. So yeah. it's really bad over here. Nobody's sending us anything. Nobody's more or less telling us anything. Nobody's giving us anything. And... Um, the only person that said to me the other day, my, my um, dietitian lady called me and she says, we have food if you want. I said, but I don't eat that kind of food because I'm, I'm a wog and I eat different kinds of foods. So I said, that's okay. And Jenny has taken to the shop a couple of times, but everything's gone up triple of everything. Like, you know, I can't believe the prices of everything. It, you can hardly afford anything. You know, now it's so bad. I don't know where to go, what to do anymore. It's yeah. not, not very good. 
It doesn't sound too good at all, Vanessa, because I mean, I guess the, I guess the stereotype of public housing is that everybody's in towers, but most people in public housing are in places where, like where you guys are. So they're not getting yeah, the attention yeah, yeah. that the big towers are getting, I guess, which is really, I mean, apart from the social isolation, you're right, masks are expensive. Um, and, and how do you get out and about when you have to wear a mask as of, as of Wednesday compulsorily every time you go outside? Well, I've had issues because I had uh, kidney stones just recently and it was rushed to the hospital. I've got high blood pressure. And she just told me just now, the doctor, I have to go and buy a thing. Now, that thing costs $150. I can't afford to buy a machine for $150 roughly. It's just too much. Now, what am I supposed to do now? Either I don't eat or I buy it, or I eat and, 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 and my blood pressure, I can feel it going up every once in a while. So, yeah. you know, it's a no-win situation whatsoever over this side. Yeah, it doesn't sound too good. But you've got each other as neighbours, which is one good thing. Yeah, you, that's the only good thing. Well, we do. We don't care because we, we know we haven't gone anywhere and we know that we haven't got it because we've both been tested. There, yeah. There's a few of us here in our units that have, we've all been tested. We took ourselves along and got tested. Yeah. And we, we've all come back negative. But you're sort of socialising in here, but there's a couple of ladies that don't speak our language, but always say hello. Well, well we always say, we, we maintain our metre and a half sort of when we're talking, even though we've all been tested and everything, we still keep our distance when we talk yeah. outside. That's the, only, that's the only talking that we get to do as such, as they say, you know. Uh, I know Royal's in a different situation because he's in a high rise and they've got a lot of everything over there. But it's not any, just because we're in just little units doesn't mean that we're in any less. And we don't have anybody to talk to us, nobody to tell us even what's been happening, what they're trying to do about it. It's like they just like, forgot, we're the forgotten ones. Mm. That's how I feel at times. Yeah. That, your it's no good at all. <laughs> no, it's not. So if, if you could you say know. one thing to the government about your situation and about living in public housing at the moment during a pandemic, what would be the thing that you would say to them? I don't know. They need to do something. This is not good enough. There's going to be more suicides, I reckon, the way it's going, or, or depression and, and, and everything from everybody, you know, who people who are usually outgoing and that, like me, you know, won't be able to do that. Their, their whole, it's, it's, like, it's like my whole system shutting down slowly, but slowly, but slowly. And yeah. at the end, it's going to take a while to get it back up again, you know? Because I of the lack you know, of social contact with people. Thank you, pardon? You think your neighbours are doing okay, the ones that are living close to you two? Yes, I um we check we um make sure they're they're around and they're yeah. okay. Number one is uh, she speaks a different language. I speak a little bit of her language, and I saw her the other day, and I, I waved to her and I said, "You're all right," and she goes, "Yep, I'm okay." So um we keep in touch, like as in to make sure that they're all right. We wouldn't more of a close knit. It's more of a close knit relationship here, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, to check on one another, put it that way. Well, that's, that's good to hear. And I guess that's one of the things we did want to get out to the public by talking to you guys is that the stereotype, I guess, of public housing is all of the negative stuff we've been seeing in the media. But we know that you guys are a really close-knit community down there and you look out for each other. Um, we and, do. and if we haven't seen one another for a couple of days, we'd be knocking on the door to see, are they okay? So, yeah, yeah. that's good. No, we do do that. So. I suppose it's looking out for one another, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we wanna, go on. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry. I, I mean, I, um, you know, I have a, a you know, slightly a, a different um, 
um, um, impression here, even though the, um, um, the, my Russian neighbours, um, my largely Russian neighbours, are, are normally very, very sociable, and they're very, um, um, and they, you know, any day of the week are to be seen, or any time of the day to be seen in groups, sort of, um, you know, having, having a chat and, and getting some fresh air. Since this has happened, particularly more than the first lockdown, this lockdown has there's been a, 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 a like a, a, a pall over the whole over the whole building, um, and people aren't seen. It's 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 like um, the, the building's deserted. It's it, people do not sit in the foyer. They don't they don't um, um, you know they don't um, socialise. Um, visibly anyway anymore and there is this sort of this there's an atmosphere of of apprehension and mm. uh, and, um, and 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 fear it seems yeah. um, I think they're all very frightened myself yes a lot of tenants who are in their 70s and even older and I think I think they are quite frightened and because that's that that is the feeling that you have People, um, you know, people who, who otherwise would, would would mingle and 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 chat with each other. Even um, I, I don't hear people um, knocking on doors um, either. To, you know, check up on people. It's like um, it's yeah. like everybody's just just um, disappeared. Don't it's quite it's quite eerie. Yeah. It's kind of eerie feeling. You know, you were asking earlier about the government. Yeah. You know, the government's giving the job keeper more people there to help them. He's given the job seekers 1,100 every two weeks that helps them, and I know it helps them. But the, uh, us pensioners are not getting any more money, and, and we go to shopping, and it's triple our shopping. I went shopping the other day. It cost me $200, and I've got only three bags. There's nothing in them. You know, yeah. I don't understand, and yet they can justify this. Then my, 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 because we're home all day, the heater's on all day because it's bloody cold. So that's gone up $50, $60 every, you know, thing. My electricity has gone up. And yeah. like, you know, they don't understand. We need some help too. Everybody else is being helped except for the pensioners. And that's not, you know, that's not fair. Yeah, I, that is no, true. All of, the, all of the COVID supplements are, are for everybody except aged care and disability pensioners. Which um, yep, yep. announced today that they're going to be one, they're going to be cutting back the job seeker rate, forcing people back into mutual obligation and things like that. I think it's really true that sorry, the day that we're recording this, not the day that it'll be airing. I think it's really true that one of the things that we've seen throughout this pandemic, whether it's job seeker, whether it's pensioners being excluded from these bonuses, or whether it's you know public housing becoming you know, a, a, a side of police control is that what we really need is a functioning social welfare system. We need people to get the income that they need to survive. We need people to have, you know, suitable, sustainable, safe housing that they can afford. If we had those things in place, then the the virus would be much more manageable. Yeah. Um, yeah, good yeah. point, Shane. Does anyone have any final comments before we wrap up? Because we're just about out of time. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know what to say. I'm just <laughs> no no pressure. <laughs> I might just say I'm just in, I'm just in awe, you know, about everything that's going on. And as I said, because we're home now more often, we're we're eating more, we're he using heaters more. Well, because there's nothing else to do, we can't go anywhere. And I think the government needs to open up to that and find out what's going to be happening about that. We need help. We need help. Even the elderly are getting depressed, sitting home all day, where sometimes at least they go out to shopping, meet friends and talk and stuff. They can't do that anymore. 
and and I know I'm I'm hitting on the elderly, but you know what? I'm an elderly person, and that's how I feel about my way. So yeah, I I, I mean. I suppose everything has to go up, but the amenities have gone up about fifty dollars a quarter um, in my book. And in his last, yeah. the gas, electricity, and the water. the water has all gone up. Yeah. And my my water bill has gone up fifty dollars. The same with my gas, and that's a lot in in one quarter when I don't use any more. I don't use any less. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I suppose we just have to accept those things. I, I don't know, but well, they don't I'm, seem right. I would say to you, you guys, and to anyone's listening, that that the HAG workers can help people with getting um, emergency relief and any extra bits and pieces in terms of rebates and things that might be going around. So if you do need um, information on that, you can call our intake number on one three hundred seven six five one seven eight and we'll try and get you in contact we'll try and sort you out with whatever we can as well um so unfortunately that's all we have time for thanks heaps for taking the time to have a chat today guys um we might no take worries. you that's fine good to hear your voices okay you too see you later bye-bye bye-bye You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Okay, so we just heard from Vanessa, Jenny and Royal and I would like to also mention that Vanessa and Jenny are part of our peer educator group and we were successful this week in receiving some funding from the Melbourne Women's Fund to expand and develop that group. So people who have been housed through um, Home at Last like Jenny and Vanessa have been, we then invite them back in to tell their stories about what being um, what it was like for them being at risk of homelessness and then to encourage other older women to seek help from home at last before they end up sleeping in their cars as Jenny herself did. So that's really great news for that program and great news for Jenny and Vanessa. Shane, yeah, that's awesome. And speaking of um, getting help to avoid the risk of homelessness, um, if you want to get in touch with Home at Last or Housing for the Age Action Group, um, I'll give out the numbers now you can call us on 9654-7389 or the other number is 1300-765-178 you can find us on facebook on twitter on all kinds of social media whatnot um number again is 1300-765-178 um thanks so much for listening next time i think we're going to be going back on a historical mission to learn about previous flu pandemics and how they affected uh, housing in Victoria, yeah. which uh, yeah. I think will be a very exciting episode. Um, thanks very much for listening. Thanks, Fiona. We'll thanks, catch you next week.